so uh, kartik ji i was looking at your you know you're looking at business partners to kind of work with you on the charging stations and you know if i were a business partner how would you take me through the economics of it what kind of investments would be required uh, what kind of uh, occupancies do i need to kind of get a reasonable return on my investment what is the time frame that's going to be getting uh, to get to that roi so your thoughts on that over to you we can hire or partner with anybody uh, who's uh, willing to set up a charging station so we can do the entire charging station on a turnkey basis for uh, anyone who's looking to set it up so after setting up the charging station we can take over the charging station onto our platform we will run it for you so whatever is the revenue that is generated from the charge point will be uh, given to you uh, on a weekly basis so we will be taking a management fee for running the charger so so i think if somebody wants to set up a charging station all he has to do is make the investment the complete uh, setup and the uh, operational uh, matter charger itself will be taken care of by us so that is the the idea process of it in terms of uh, investment what is required here uh, would be i think uh, if you are going to set up 25 kilowatt dc charger the investment uh, will be in the order of uh, 8 to 9 lakhs it depends on state it depends on the discount that you are working with it depends on the location how much electrical work needs to go into uh, setting up the charger and such we'll have to get the power from the discount so so the investment for a 25 kilowatt dc fast charger would be in that order if you go even higher it is going to go up uh, even more significantly that is we can look at setting up 30 kilowatt uh, charger or a 50 kilowatt or a, even a 60 kilowatt charger so i think beyond that the market is not there uh, for us to but i think at some point we will require uh, charges higher than uh, 100 kilowatt uh, charges also which will be a slightly a much more bigger investment so in terms of what the revenues could be i think is a very open question so a great deal of it depends on the location so where the location is what sort of amenities are there uh, within that location how high is the electric vehicle adoption around the charger or in the major city that the charger is closer to so it depends on that uh, in terms of break even i think when the charger has a utilization level of let's say somewhere close to 8 hours a day or if a 25 kilowatt charger is delivering above 150 units of electricity every day i think we'll start breaking even once we hit that point i think in roughly about 3 to 4 years let's say 3 and a half years the investment uh, will be paid back and that's the uh, rough roi okay so that's that's kind of interesting and like in any other retail business so what you are hinting at is it's the location which is going to be playing a very primary role and in that sense uh, there will be an advantage that first movers have in trying to get all the right locations so that uh, you know customers kind of get used to that particular thing it's interesting okay now uh, you know talking a little bit about a macro level kind of a scenario where uh, you know today if we look at uh, the charge point industry uh, charging stations uh, we've got uh, this 100 pound gorilla in the room called tata power right and compared to that uh, you have regional players like yourself you know what is going to be you know a lot of times people kind of move towards a standardized platform or a 
you know app or whatever it is so how do you see zeon competing with uh, the big gorillas like tata power i think there is there is uh, enough scope enough space for most of us that is what i believe as long as you are able to uh, do a good job in terms of uh, the quality of the work that you do see, we'll have to remember it's a it's a customer facing business so you have to engage with customers on a daily basis know what the customer requires which are the locations they are preferring what sort of services that they would require so as long as you are close to the customers and uh, you are doing the right thing i think there is there is a space for more than one uh, charge point operator uh, in india and having said that uh, our ambitions are not limited to south india or to a, a few states here we are uh, expanding at a good pace but uh, we are pacing our uh, expansion based on our capability also our our team our capability our strength is improving every month every day in fact every week so so as we get uh, more capability as uh, as our team becomes capable of uh, deploying and uh, maintaining charges in remote areas i think uh, we'll see growing very steadily over a period of time so i think uh, as early as uh, end of this year or if not early next year we will be going beyond uh, the south of uh, india and uh, hopefully in two years time we should have a pan india presence wow so the market is large enough the market is definitely large i mean if you just imagine uh, every car or every vehicle on the road being electric at some point in the future then if you start thinking about the kind of infrastructure that is required to charge those vehicle i think we are nowhere near uh, making a start i think this is the beginning of the beginning of the beginning i would say so we, we are at very very early stages i think we would require a lot of people to come into the space and uh, still uh, room for a lot more charges around the country right and i think one advantage that you have over tata power currently is in terms of locations because tata power tends to concentrate on properties owned by the tata group which could be either a tata power kind of switchyard or it could be a tata motors dealership or it could be a kind of a store which is operated by the tata group chroma or whatever but uh, i think you have that flexibility of not kind of uh, you know getting worried about your company owned location kind of a thing and i think like you said at the start uh, if you can get your locations right i think you won more than half the battle uh, to be be fair to what uh, tata power has been doing uh, i think it it is uh, the, the level of uh, the number of charges they have deployed uh, in a very short time is is phenomenal i think uh, they have done a great job at covering the geography so i think i mean even if we were to deploy so many chargers in in such a short time i think uh, we, we will have to choose whatever locations are available we cannot pick and choose those locations so the only reason we have been uh, able to do that is because we have taken our time and our scale is not as big as tata i think over a period of time we'll get uh, larger but tata has gotten larger in a very short period of time and that was only because they had all those locations power must have been available in most of those locations so it was easier for them sort of it was the low hanging fruit for them to uh, get it going 
yeah but again at some point of time you will have a chief financial officer sitting who's going to do a charger by charger analysis and who's going to be moving assets pretty soon because if you have an asset with the utilization of a couple of hours a day it's not going to work right so is it going to take approve that charger and put it elsewhere matlab it's the best thing you can't keep on adding chargers when the older ones are still not giving you revenue so so that's the call that tata motors will take at some or tata power will take at certain point of time yes very true but i think at this point in time the number of chargers or anybody I and mean, even for zion or somebody else who had who had made this investment i don't think uh, there is any uh, justification based on the revenues that we are getting it is more of a statement i would say what tata has done reassuring the tata motors customers that uh, we do have a large pan india network for you to drive around anywhere so it is more to convince the the skeptical customer who comes into the showroom to show them there is a, a wide a large network i think in that sense the mission has been achieved or executed well by tata power but i think going forward i think they will start making a lot more sense when they start redeploying are choosing better locations as more car comes in cars or vehicles comes in i think it will start making Uh, more sense i think everybody has to uh, sort of scale and uh, course correct uh, things as we go along this episode of the plug in india podcast is brought to you by our awesome patreon and youtube members for as little as just 1 dollar a month you can contribute to the work of plug in india and help keep the channel independent Once you are a member you get access to our Discord server where you can interact with the Plugin India team members on a daily basis. Click on the join button on our YouTube channel. Now one thing which which uh, you know uh, is is just going to be an idea is is uh, how employment intensive is this business going to be because uh, do you see you know any person who's kind of putting up a charging station having to have an employee uh, how do customer complaints get taken care of are you going to go with the ola model which is everything is based on uh, apps and what not do you have to plan to deploy a call center how how how's complaint handling going to happen in your business and how labor intensive is your business going to be in future see in terms of labor intensive that is one of the what to say from a financial standpoint or a management standpoint is one of the biggest attraction in this business is the low uh, level of manpower manpower required to operate these charges so all these charges are deployed or uh, on the ground are all unmanned stations where customers uh, will operate these charges by themselves through the mobile application so in that sense we will not have a person in the uh, ground uh, helping customers uh, charge their car it could happen sometime in the future when we have large charging hubs where let's say tens of cars are charged uh, in one place so those locations could have a certain manpower to assist customers so that is a possibility in terms of customer support itself what we have done is that we have our own customer support team uh, who assist their customers 24/7 so what we realized very early on is that Uh, customers are quite anxious uh, because i don't think in so many years uh, of people driving uh, a diesel or a petrol car they had gone to the pump and uh, used the pump uh, themselves it is always there uh, somebody is operating the pump all you have to do is go and park your car and uh, the tank gets filled uh, by the person there they had don't have to do anything but when it comes to electric charging i think uh, it's a much more complicated or a much more slightly tougher than uh, filling up or more complicated than filling up petrol 
so we are uh, not giving anybody there so we are asking the customer to do it themselves so it is understandable uh, they must be quite anxious uh, even before getting to the station so we have a customer support team that assists the customers uh, in terms of route planning uh, giving the customers the location of the charges once the customers reach the location customers can call up our support team they will assist them in terms of operating the mobile app operating the charger and in most instances our uh, support people can remotely start the charger itself for the customer so all the customer has to plug in the car and uh, call the customer support we can even start the remote i mean start the charger for them remotely through the phone okay that's nice uh, although uh, i must share a personal experience over here that very often when i take uh, our tata nexon to uh, nasik i have a favorite uh, place where i stop for charging it's called sadguru and it's like roughly about 80 90 kilometers from pune and what i like is it's absolutely a personalized business so you go call up the guy the guy comes out he notes the meter reading he sits switches on the charger he does everything for you it's like you know a petrol pump experience and of course uh, you know and, and at the end of the day he will take out his calculator he will multiply the kwh used by 18 19 or something like that and you pay him cash i kind of you know being a banya i kind of like that experience but right. <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure not too many of your charging stations can work like that but okay to end with the uh, one of my ideas pet ideas which i did kind of discuss with you when we were in coimbatore but again i'm going to pick it up is uh, a kind of common access card across platforms across charging point operators so if you were to kind of sign up for such a kind of a thing what would be your concerns as a charging point operator and uh, how can we operationalize this in future plug in india would love to help in any way we can and i am going to be one of the first purchasers of a card like this because i love cards and i don't like apps so much so uh, kartik over to you yes th- there are several startups who are working on the very idea that uh, you just spoke about so that platform uh, there's, there's something called an uh, charge point aggregator so we are an operator uh, there are some mobile applications that are trying to develop an aggregator app so so the challenge here is that there's a lot of software play that happens even if you are not on a common platform so i mean just to give you uh, an idea here zeon uh, charger like it's it's exclusively operated by our own app only at the moment so in order for you to access any of our charges you have to use our mobile app or our rfid even when you use our rfid there is there is a lot of back and forth software play that happens between our servers the charger and the car itself so now when when an aggregator comes we will have to make our servers communicate with their software or their interface so there is something called an open charge point uh, interface that is being developed that is being tested there are a lot of different startups trying to uh, make a name in this space i think it is just a matter of time before that uh, happens and there is the, there are there will be a handful of aggregator apps that that would combine several uh, operators and give you one app so that 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 is not very far in the future i think that will happen very quickly so it it is more of uh, software problems software issues that need to be worked out i think that is happening as we speak it is going to happen um, hopefully let's say from 6 6 months to a year i, I see that happening definitely okay so that that would be nice and uh, i would really look forward to uh, kind of uh, you know having 
not an app but more of a kind of a card kind of a thing but anyway it's been great talking to you karthik uh, we got a very good insight into the industry as it is evolving and i look forward to having a pan india network of zion coming in very soon and i look forward to being a user of your network hoping to do a drive to north india from pune in the tigor ev that i just purchased yesterday so crossing fingers and i hope that uh, you know people like you will make this kind of experimental journeys kind of really very a regular feature in times to come so uh, thanks once again and looking forward to kind of catching up with you in the future very soon sure it's been a pleasure talking to you congratulations again on your new tata tigor ev so asian charging is all about uh, giving the electric vehicle owners the freedom to drive anywhere they like i think you will uh, soon be able to use our parts of the country that you are in uh, and beyond uh, very soon thank you thank you thank you for listening to our podcast you can find transcripts for each episode on our website too Plugin India is an EV advocacy group and a social enterprise dedicated to promoting electric vehicles and sustainable transport in India. Find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram or write to us at support@pluginindia.com. Do subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify. Until we meet again, take care, stay safe. Goodbye.